Welcome to The Devil's Advocate. This is the show where I bring on a guest, they debate whatever topic they like, and I take the other side regardless of my true feelings on the matter. I'm your host, David Ray, and today I bring on Simon Gorosak, a good friend of mine, and we discuss the topic of heckling. Now, heckling in the stand-up comedy world is, I think, universally looked down upon, frowned upon, uh, and most comics are opposed to it. Except for today, where I defend heckling, and I do a pretty good job on it. So, before we get into the episode, I would like to remind my listeners that, uh, although that this is called The Devil's Advocate, I'm a- strongly opposed to the devil. I'm so opposed to the devil that I hope he uh, buys the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV show from the 90s, and he expects to, like bring back all these wonderful memories of his childhood and everything like that. And he starts watching the show and he realizes the Ninja Turtles from the 90s sucked. It was an awful, awful show. And then he just like, oh, what am I? I and, it, and it blurs all his memories. And, and then he just realizes he's old and he's irrelevant. And everything he's believed to be true is now tossed up. And he just has this ennui that he can't shake. That's how much I'm against the devil. Well... And with that, let's now go into our episode with Simon Gorsak. Today I have with me Mr. Simon Gorsak uh, of Horse a Horse that leads the... (laughs) (laughs) I meant host of the Underdog Comedy Show, and uh, I'm glad he's here. And we're... I'm handing over to you. What are we talking about today, and what's your thoughts on it? Uh, Today we're going to be debating the role of hecklers in stand-up comedy shows. Um, I am vehemently anti-heckle. I don't think that it has a place in the medium, the art form, the craft, whatever you think stand-up comedy is, that's between you and your god. I, I have always been for hecklers because I think, of course, they make it better. I... I love watching those YouTube videos of where you see a guy who's telling his jokes and then somebody interrupts him, sidetracks him, and then the comedian just comes right back into it and makes even better jokes. That he's. If we take away hecklers, we're never going to have content for YouTube, you know? Do you think that there needs to be more content for YouTube? Uh, always. <laughs> Eventually we're going to run out. I'm, I'm what, assuming- I've, what I've learned recently is that every minute of time that elapses, linear time, we'll say, uh, that there is a new hour of YouTube content created. No, sorry, every second that goes by, there's a new hour of YouTube content created, which is to say every minute there are 60 hours, which is to say every hour there's six... There's a lot of content content on YouTube. But here's the thing. It's hard for us as comedians to put our content on YouTube because otherwise you're burning material. But if hecklers are there ruining shows and ruining your sets so that way you can riff on it, something in that moment, now you have something to put on YouTube because you're not going to recreate that scenario again. And hecklers have given you a beautiful gift to go viral, you know? Show your prowess in the moment, you know? I think that stand-up comedy is a form where creators get to write, direct, produce, and perform their own content written by them, for them, and it can be the most beautiful experience in all the wealth of human experience that I've ever known. Stand-up comedy is one of my favorite things that I've ever stumbled bass backwards into. And so for someone to come into that show 
and make it about them anonymously from the back of a dark room so that they can feel better about themselves or so that they can make an amateur performer feel small by trying to win an argument that they've created. Uh, I think that the amount of times where it goes badly and derails a show far outweigh the amount of times where uh, someone could be made famous as a result of their excellent and deft handling of this horrible individual. I don't believe that hecklers should be allowed to breathe the same air as myself and the remainder of humanity. Well, I, that's quite extreme, I think. You know, I, I, what about the whole idea of stand-up comedy? At its best, it's the only art form, or amongst the few, that take away the fourth wall completely. There's no separation between you and the audience. You are there interacting, and there's something, oh, something magical about that heckler who pops up and just makes this a unique experience for the people in that room. So what say you then to the instances where a performer shows up with new material that they're excited to work on stage time in in a town like ours, Edmonton being limited, uh, they show up and they're there to work. And let's say it's a show like the Empress comedy show where it's very difficult to get proper stage time on that show because uh, it's in such high demand. Uh, You show up on that show And instead of the performance being about your work and your craft and the betterment of your future career, someone shouts something out offensive or hateful or otherwise, or let's say for the sake of this conversation, hilarious. Let's say they yell out something that's super, super funny. And there's no way that you can get an honest read on the remainder of your set because everyone is still too busy laughing from what some anonymous stranger shouted from a dark corner. I feel like what it's doing is it's stripping the comics ability to perform their work. And that's what we're there to do. The crowd shows up to see the comics, the hardworking individuals who are creating this art. They come there to consume this art. They aren't there to see some asshole piping up and yelling something about black school children. <laughs> Which happened at... Uh, it sure did. It sh- recently. That, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, and that's the other thing about uh, hecklers that's like really that's really shitty is that they can get away with saying some horrible things because they are yelling from the pitch blackness of the room and and what they're doing is they're they're making the show about their ideas instead of about the comics ideas well we're living this is the culture that we live in now YouTube comments that's heckling is are you hold on let me stop you right there are you trying to argue the merit of YouTube comments to this me? This is the democracy. We got to uphold the democracy that is Canada and the United States where we can say whatever we want whenever we want. I believe that within the social contract of a comedy show that the system of governance should be an autocracy, not a democracy. The person who's on stage holding the microphone is the person who can either choose to or choose not to engage in a back and forth conversation with the audience. Because if a person on stage, a comic starts doing what we in the industry call crowd work and says, what do you do for a living? And he says, I shoot black people. Then what you've done is you've invited someone shitty to say something shitty. You've brought that on yourself in a way. If somebody says, so I went to work the other day and someone in the crowd says, I shoot black people for a living. 
that's a different thing that's happened because what they've done is they've taken the power from Given the comic. a beautiful gift to the comic to respond to, and then you can make that person look stupid. That person already looks unendingly stupid. There's no further work that needs to be done to make that person look stupid. I just feel like that person should be unceremoniously dragged from the building by their hair, kicking and screaming, and then thrown into a busy intersection while on fire in a hailstorm while being shamed by their families. I feel like the worst things should come to a heckler. Uh, what happens if there was a heckler during uh, the beating of a heckler? That would be okay because then it would be a taste of their own medicine and it would be happening outside of the context of a comedy show. Sure. So I'm from the world of theater. And if you are watching a play and you stand up and say, hack to one of the actors on stage, or you say next, which I think is potentially the meanest heckle in its brevity and its cruelty. Uh, and dismissiveness. Of instantaneous dismissal. Uh, dis- you get what I'm saying. Dismissal. There it is. If that were to happen in a theater context, it would be baffling. It would be so unbelievably inappropriate and the staff of the theater would immediately remove that person from the premises because there's and they would try their wall everybody knows about the fourth wall that happens there okay but within the context of like say uh for me i'm a storytelling comedian i do have some element of a fourth wall in my act or let's say let's take one of our friends for example uh someone who spins one-liners like our friend charles haycock there is a fourth wall you know what i mean Now, if you're a very conversationally styled comic and what your role on stage is is audience interaction, then that starts to get into a gray area where heckling is involved. But like when someone has written and produced a piece of performance for an audience, I don't think that there's any role that the audience should have other than consumer. Just take it in. Take it in. And like give energy back to the performer in the appropriate way as per the social contract of a comedy show, which is laughter, applause, ooh, if they say something controversial, like there are, there are, there are unwritten rules to this thing. And as soon as you pipe up and start using language in any way as a response to something that you've heard on stage, you are definitely doing it wrong. I think hecklers are wonderful individuals because I I don't know. I, I feel like think of all the shows that happen. You have stories that you can walk away from shows. It gives comedians material of like the heckler that stood up and said something terrible. Now you have a story. Now that show is memorable to you. Sure. I have Which a story. Is, I have a story. It's a 10 minute story that I like to do. Uh, it's about the worst gig I ever did. Uh, it's a sh- show that happened at Wonder Bar like a year and a half ago. And a heckler happened. Uh, a, there was a lot of bad things that happened at that show. A heckler was like one of the cherries on top of this giant dog shit cake. But uh, I don't think that even in that context where the show could not be going any worse, I don't think that that heckler made the experience any better, even slightly, even for the sake of my story. Remember at Underdog, there was a time when Sean LaComber was headlining. Yes. And there was, uh, he was starting into a joke. His closer. His closer, his big closer. And uh, we won't go into it because we don't want to tip the bit. But nonetheless, there was a a girl that's piped up inappropriately and uh, said, you can't talk about that. 
Well, and specifically, well, don't you have children? And it was completely inappropriate. I'll give you that. However, the way Sean responded to it, tore apart, said, like, that's inappropriate to speak up at this time. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen on stage. All in Edmonton, my experience is sure. up there. It's top and five. Within the context, okay, let's let's peel back another layer here then. Sean LaComber is a very gifted professional stand-up comedian. He's maybe one of the funniest people I've ever laid eyes on personally, in person, in the flesh. There he is, oh my God. Uh, he has the capacity to handle this type of outburst. But let's say... Let's say Sean's having a bad day. Let's say Sean stubbed his toe and then burned his tongue on his coffee and cut his face while shaving. Let's say Sean got in a fender bender that day too and is having just a real fucking shit day. And then one of his kids breaks their arm on the playground and Sean has to deal with that and he's sitting in the ER right up until 6.30 and then he goes home, has a shower, his hot water tank's busted, he has to have a cold shower and he gets his ass in the car and he shows up to the show and he's having a really shit day. He's not on point, he's exhausted. Okay, his day couldn't have gone worse short of someone dying and he gets on stage and he just wants to do his fucking job. He just wants to perform material as written and perform it to an audience of people who are there to listen to it because that's the type of audience I like to foster. And he doesn't handle it well. Let's say he full-blown fucking Kramer craters the situation and says some really hateful things. And someone is filming it from the audience. And it goes onto the YouTube. And it goes viral. And it ruins an honest, good person's career. I'm not arguing that Kramer from Seinfeld, Michael Richardson, should get a pass for saying the ugly, hateful things that he did. I'm just saying that that heckler could have kept his fucking mouth shut. And that man who's like surely a millionaire uh would still have a career making people feel good now that that's apply that argument against uh filming comedy inappropriately because then it wouldn't have happened it wouldn't have spread on which i'll give you that point that's fair especially if the heckle goes wrong then you know you you throw the file away however that's a unique experience we got to experience see right there the uh the day Sean LaComber fell. Wouldn't you want to be there? The whispered legend when Sean LaComber had a terrible set because he was off kilter one day. If anything, maybe it gives him a new bit. Like, this day went horrible and it kept going worse and worse. And then there was a heckler. And Sean LaComber, being the professional that he is, he could uh, make weave a tale unlike any other. Yeah, I suppose so. And, like, I, I, I just don't think that I could ever argue for hurting someone so that something good may come of it. I don't think that parents Next. should Next! I don't think that parents should be cold to their children in hopes of Next. creating an artist or a creative person. I don't think you should be Whoa. able to, I don't think you should be trying to foster negative behaviors in people. I think you should be trying to discourage it. This is awful! I think... That people who are trying to do something good in the world, like dedicate their lives to making people laugh. That beard looks awful. I feel like those people should be allowed to do their fucking jobs and make make people feel good. That's what we're here for. We're here. We go up there. We do that so that we can feel good by making other people feel good. And if your job is to show up at that You're there to make people laugh. Comedy show is there for laughter at any cost. Do what you have to. Okay. I I guess I guess I'll heckle your next set. 
all the way through. I hope so. And I will be ready. I'll be ready to go because I think I have to. Do you want to do 10 minutes on Underdog, uh, not the 23rd, the 30th? And you're going to heckle me the entire time? Consistently. Horrible things. Just all the way through? I'm going to say horrible things. Yeah, I I hope you do because then you. I will prove once and for all that uh, comedy is strengthened by hecklers. It's just like the immune system, you know, like when kids are eating dirt, it, it's it's a good thing for them because then their uh, uh, you know their antibodies build up, are able to fight off diseases. Hecklers are like the disease on the com in comedy. What if the dirt that that kid eats has tetanus in it and they die from it? Well, then. Their, their immune system is not really made up for it, and maybe they shouldn't be in No one's immune comedy. system is made up for tetanus. It is, like, the most deadly disease well, on planet Earth. There's not tetanus <laughs> just on the, in the dirt. Yeah, there is. That's where tetanus comes from. Oh, it is? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I'm a comedian. <laughs> well... I look maybe we need maybe we need hecklers during surgery. So somebody's throwing dirt into the. Think of like how good of a, sur- a the surgeon. The Y incision. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they should uh, you know see who the best surgeon is. There'll be people in the gallery throwing dirt down or like junior mints. Sure. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we've reached a sort of uh, an impasse in that. We'll need to field test the results of this podcast. And uh, maybe, Dave, you can get back to your listeners on how it went for you. Because I'll maybe tell you I one thing. Maybe you it. I, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it'll be a 10-minute set. It would be a perfect, like, uh, mini episode to release between a couple of podcasts. There we go. So there you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we didn't resolve the debate right here and now, but uh, you will see. Hopefully we'll record it, and uh, I will prove that heckling is... Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear me heckling Dave Ray set, please know that we're dear friends. And uh, if I do say some like really upsetting things, I'm still like a, a genuine, sweet, decent person. I just like really want to prove Dave wrong. Well, Hugh will be sadly disappointed. I'm, I'm going to say some awful things. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, th- thank you very much, Simon, for coming in. It's my pleasure. So there you have it. Uh, We did not resolve the issue at hand on this episode, but that's because we are going to have a a field test to make sure whose side is really right. And that's going to happen July 30th at the Underdog Comedy Show. And if you've never been to that show, you should check it out. It's every Thursday night there at the Black Dog, which is down on White Avenue and uh, near 104th Street. Uh, And it's a great show. Have a lot of fun there. Uh, But yes, July 30th, I will go on, I will do a set, Simon's going to heckle me, and and I'm going to show him that it actually helps the show. It makes things a lot better. Uh, So check that out if you want to see something special there. I will uh, try to record it, and then I'll put up as kind of a bonus episode. If you'd like to know more about Simon, you can follow him on Twitter, at YEGSimon. He's always doing a lot of different fun things around the city, so check him out. And yes, I invite you to come there July 30th, and uh, we'll have a good time. Now, as I close off, I would just like to remind my listeners that I'm not the devil. And if you think I am, you're a racist. See you next time. Mm